back. Uh, here we I go. Don't, I don't know where you've been. I don't know what you've been doing. We are in season two. But we're glad you're here. Man, we we got brought back for a second season. Yeah, for some reason, they let us keep going. I'm, gl- I'm glad nobody shut that down because yeah. like, we would never get to spend time together. Well, I don't know if that's true, but this is <laughs> well, good times. Forced time with Todd. <laughs> anyway, F-T-T-T-T. Anyway. Um, I just like a like good acronym for you. That huh? would be like a yeah. great. Is it categories where you like if you can like double up on the same letter words? Oh man, I don't know. That was a great one. Like you yeah. just make things up. Is that even real? I don't know. But if this, somebody wants to just tell us that later on or in the comments, let us know. Sounds great. Yeah, in the comments, like boy, why are there comments? I don't about think categories? I don't know. Have we had a comment? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Have. There is no comment section. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a wise decision. <laughs> if there was, they'd be like, we would not be here for season. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we love it, and uh, we've been having this conversation around marriage, and and we, we want to just kind of bring it to a close here over the next few with uh, the last intimacy we walked through, emotional intimacy. We spiritual we tackled intimacy. spiritual intimacy. Um, now it's on to physical intimacy. Now it's on to the physical. I know business. you guys wanted your pastors to talk about sex. Let's let's hey, do it. Listen, listen, we're all we're all we're all adults here. Let's let's just go after it. Right. Like, that is the funny thing. It's like they. People do want to have this conversation, but in the same breath, they're like, I don't know. Oh, it's just so awkward. But yet it's not. It's It's not. But but you know what the the crazy part about all this is? And and this is just kind of me. um, Everybody, we went through a phase, right, where everybody was mad about how it was or wasn't talked about or the culture that was established Mm -hmm. or the things that were perpetuated or the storylines that were given and and everybody's got an opinion on it but but so often nobody's willing to have a real conversation about right everybody wants to point the finger about how it was wrong or what somebody else did or how somebody else ruined it for them but okay hold on um if this is something that that god established Mm -hmm. um I think he wants us to have a real conversation. He wants us to do it well. Yep. And <laughs> I think I think when when it comes to the idea of having conversation about sex, didn't look forward to it when I had kids to no. have to have a conversation. Not even no. anyway. No one looks forward to it even when it's coming from your parents. Sometimes you're like, oh, were parents supposed we supposed to have a conversation with our kids about that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think sometimes. The, in the past, I think the church has made it a taboo. Yeah, no, I would agree. Conversation where culture hasn't, and culture's talking about it. Yep. And so, what I think is dangerous is church being so behind or out of touch with that conversation. And so, I'm hoping uh, as we have this, like, yeah, you, what is or what are your thoughts on physical intimacy, especially when it comes to in the context of marriage, and what does that look like, and what does that mean, and what does God want it to be. And so this first part of it, we kind of want to make sure it's like, why did God design it? Yeah. Like, what, what is it? Like, what is it supposed to be? All those kind of things. Yeah. Um, because I've give you some of the things that I've heard from church okay. settings sure. or just, uh, it's like that I don't necessarily think is the healthiest. It's like, it's, it's only for procreating. Yes. It's only for having kids. Mm-hmm. And I'd go, uh, I I disagree with that because how can you say that to the couple who's struggling to have kids? Yep, absolutely. Like that's not. Is it, are they doing something wrong? Like no, that's not yeah. right. And I don't think that's how God designed it. Now, is it a part of it? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, I think there's kind of like it's just this dirty thing we don't talk about. Yeah. Well, I go. Well, that's very confusing. well. If we don't talk about that's it. That's a then, weird theology. Yeah, yeah, that really is. God created this thing. Just do it in the dark of your own bedroom and just let's just not talk about it. And I go. God's like. 
no, that's not how I created this to be either. That's where really great skits come to play, yeah, right? Like, yeah. uh, I remember Trip and Tyler had that skit. Like, I'm waiting for after marriage to remain abstinent. <laughs> how does that work? Right. I don't know. Um, and so, and, and 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 I think once again, sex is this good thing. It's yes. a gift that God's given us that we get to experience pleasure. Yes. And he goes, but pleasure is a is a an incredible thing, but it also can be a tool that Satan uses to really take us down a road we should never go down. Oh yeah, and I think uh, how, just like any of these, no, I, I mean, would agree. Intimacy and- is is one of those things. Like yes, physical intimacy is important, and it's so valuable in a marriage. Well, how we how we come into marriage and and our view on it, um, you know that 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 almost even saying those things opens a Pandora's box, right? Like how your family talked about it, how they dealt with it, how they didn't deal with it. And, and really, you know, man, so many people that never got prepared for that marriage night and, and whether they had said, you know what, sex is just exactly for pleasure. Like, well, I'm going to experience that as much as I can and bring that into relationship. And then you find that what you brought in is just a lot of baggage into that relationship. Uh, or if you didn't talk about it and then you get to relationship and you're like, I don't know what to do and I don't want to do anything wrong. And maybe, you know, and right. you just find yourself kind of inept. Yep. Um, and that's dangerous as well. And, and so being able to have honest conversation and, and I think what we do with what we've, what we've heard or not heard about it and, and really being willing to have an intentional conversation. Like I remember the first time I heard uh, those three things, kind of like you're talking about was in college and, and Dr. Larry Hughes was like mm-hmm. recreation, procreation and spiritual unity. Mm, three, yep, three reasons for, for sex. Right. And, and, and it can't be one or the other. It's, it's all three of those things at play that set the table for us to come. Now, now obviously, there are more conversations we can have around uh, physical intimacy, and, and I think it's important for us too, mm-hmm. but, but to establish that it plays a part in, in so many different ways than just the act of sex. Yeah. And I would also say this is the one area when it comes to understanding it, and God gave it as a gift, yeah. and it is, and it is for these purposes of, hey, recreation, it's yeah. fun, yeah. enjoyable, pleasure. I like I think, it a lot. And just for some of you, you need to hear this: <laughs> God created it for that purpose. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we're like, oh, it, does God just want us to have fun? Yes, yeah. He does. Mm-hmm. Just like as parents, we want to see our kids have fun, or to see anybody just enjoy something. Yes. He goes, that's why I gave it to you. <laughs> enjoy it. Um, and but then. Also on some of this procreation, being able to have kids, but then the spiritual unity piece, God goes, so I understand how big this is. Yes. He created the gift and he goes, I understand how powerful it can Mm be. That's why sex is such a powerful tool used by culture. If you go look at the pornography industry, they're making a ton of money off of this pleasure. Absolutely. Um, and, And they are selling something that... Like yes, we're tempted by all those kind of things, yep. but it also is deceiving to yep, us. Absolutely, it creates an unhealthy expectations. It's all those kind of mm-hmm. things. So God goes, and I, He understands how big this is, and goes, I put some rules around it mm-hmm. to go. I want to make sure you understand and can experience how powerful this gift is. 
Yeah, and I think so many times we look at just the outside of that of like the rules of like, oh, it's just rules and right. and it's not allowed to have any fun or and you've we've all right. heard those things that have been said, like, well, how can you just be with one person? Well, no, hold on. Um, like like I tell my couples. Like, and why should you wait yeah. to have sex before you're married? Like I mean, shouldn't you try things before you Why would you're a married? God that wants you to have fun and enjoy something inhibit you from doing those right. things, right? And and just a sense of if you come to understand what it is, it gets better, right? right. And it gets better, and you learn to understand and have conversation. You should learn to understand and have a conversation with your spouse. Yep. This should not be just a thing where you come together and be like, well, glad we got to do that. Right. And no, there there are conversations that need to be had around regularity and, and, mm-hmm. and what you like or what you don't like. And, and I know, you know, growing up, those are not things that I had conversation about, but I'm glad that I came to a place of being able to have those conversations. Now, are there other flip sides to that? Yes. Oh, man. And you mentioned some of them. Just the distraction that pornography can be or the distraction that that seeking out things. I think the word and the idea that that comes to mind to me is is fulfillment. Mm -hmm. That that God wants to bring fulfillment into an area of your life that maybe before you got married or even now as a single individual, um, there's there's not a lot of fulfillment because you think you're missing out or you think everybody else is or you think God is holding you back. Mm-hmm. And But yet God is, one of the things I say to couples in premarital counseling is God's no is temporary, but God's yes is forever. Mm. And I, I love that. I think mm. That's so good. often this idea of of sex or sex outside of marriage is God's God's strike against us and say, no, it, it only is good inside. And we're like, well, that yeah. seems forever. No, it's it's temporary. Yep. God's desire is for you to find someone to grow in relationship and for that, that sexual intimacy to be f- something forever that you grow and work on and build on. And I think he kind of put rules around it, just like we do with our kids and all that kind yeah. of stuff to protect us from from the pain that that would mm-hmm. cause us if it gets out of order. Yeah. Now, I understand our world has a lot of different views on yep. uh, uh, sex and, and all those kind of things, but from a biblical standpoint, and I think this is important to share, but I understand for those of you, may, you may disagree, you yeah. may, all those, and I go, I'm not here to say this as a judgment. I'm just hearing like, here's what I see in scripture. Yeah. Um, and, and what, as a church, we try to, like, we want to be biblically based. Mm-hmm. We want to show this. So when Absolutely. it comes to the rules, it's going, God's going, there's, Old Testament pieces to it. There's New Testament pieces to it where it shares like marriage should be between a man and a woman, and yep. that's where they can experience intimacy. Yep, absolutely. And so, uh, where God goes, like, and and the reason He put some of those rules around it is to avoid the pain that it caused. Because I can tell you my own story is I went outside of that. Yep. Uh, I went down a very more intimate side mm-hmm. of things, going way too far before I was married. And there is just a connection that you have with that person mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Yep. Like, because you just, there's something that God does in the midst of physical intimacy where He attaches two people together. Yes. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, the other intimacies are doing this too, to where they it says the two become yeah. one. And He goes, but if we start putting sex above it all, yeah. It becomes bigger than that because I can t- tell you from my experience, like sex was such a big component. Getting, I'm like, okay, man, I get yeah. to have sex, and like this is so exciting, and 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 being taught in church, like wait till marriage, yeah. wait till marriage, wait till yeah. marriage, um, and then being taught from a culture because going to a public high school, just hearing yeah. all these things and all that, and I'm saying, you whether you went no, to private, you public, <laughs> private or public, you yeah. just you hear all these things yep. and TV culture. 
all these things start setting, here's what it should be. Yeah. And God's over going in here like, well, can I have a voice in that? Because yeah. I actually think some of this is very unhealthy. Well, and that's our part. Like, we believe the lie, too. Like, all yeah. those things we we hear. Like, is that really? I don't think that's really happening. Mm-hmm. Or you, Hold on. And, and so it's so vital, like you're talking about, like, those those things that you did or ways that you went about it, it's, it's important to establish a a rhythm and a process. Um, and so, um, I think that's why to me in this idea, emotional, uh, intimacy is so vital to protect when it's you and your spouse, right? Because if you are not emotionally connected in the way that, that you and your spouse need to be in regards to, to, to loving one another and caring about one another, you're going to miss that, that building block that takes us from, from just an emotional connection to something that's greater than that, that that is supposed to lead to sex, right? Well, and, and then, you're searching for it because you're like, oh, I really am emotionally connected here. Yeah, that should obviously lead there and should put us in a place. Well, right? I think the danger if you don't have emotional intimacy within yeah. having sex with somebody, yep. it is a transaction. Yep, absolutely. And so when it becomes a transaction, that's nobody feels great about it. No, um, the pleasure. Yes, you experience yeah. it, but afterwards you're like, okay, I don't really know you, but thank you for that. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and you hear it, like the one yep. night stands, those mm-hmm. kind of things. There's mm-hmm. no attachment there. Yeah. Um, and But then I go, then the spiritual piece mm-hmm. comes into this, mm-hmm. and you talk about there's a unity now yeah. that goes, I think, even stronger development than just, hey, we're, we're connected. Like, hey, we're God's unifying us. God's putting something together that's even in the spiritual realm that the physical intimacy yeah. gets to, to bring into... A whole nother level. Well, and yeah, God is ultimately more interested in in what He is building up in you right. than than what it is now. And if if He has brought you two together, th- man, that's the hardest part. There may be things that need to be remedied. There are mm-hmm. things that need to be talked about, discussed before you even get to the place yeah. of saying, because man, we we bring those with, we bring yeah. those hurts, we bring those pains, we bring those ambitions or those thoughts of what it is, yeah. and. And we may set ourselves up to fail long before we get to the yep. place where we can even enjoy something like that. Well, and think about this. He goes, he gives you this and goes, I want to teach you how to love others in the midst of this yep. and love your yep. spouse and yep. to be able to be physically intimate. But he also is going, now spiritually, and I think he does this in so many so many ways, but he's also going, can, I, can we be unified even within our desires? Yeah. Like, can I be able to go, hey, can we talk about that desire? Because it's, it's kind of going outside of here yeah. and he goes because then it, it raises, raises that question when it comes to physical injury why would God give me a desire yeah. that's outside of yeah. the rules and I think that's an on, like I, to go like yeah to say I didn't have a desire to be like before I was married to be like with multiple women yeah. okay that, that desire I'll be honest that desire yeah. was there yeah. but God's going can we can we talk about Can that? Can I speak into that? Can yeah. I speak into that? Because we you do. think that's healthy yeah. or you think that would be fun. But do you know what that, that could do to you? Yeah. Um, and I got to experience a little bit. I'm glad it didn't go down way too far yeah. of a road, but to work through forgiveness and all that. And that's where God's going, like, I want to be able to take your desires and teach you how to overcome some of these ones that may you may think they're okay. You yeah. may think they're normal. You may think that they're healthy. Yeah. But what if they're not? Yeah, and and that is that's the danger of believing the lie of, of right. pornography or or 
just stepping outside of those bounds because we think we're we're growing in experience or we think we're growing in understanding what that is and it's such a dangerous thing because there's a lot of things that feel good and there's a lot of things that we think are beneficial but but God's like hold on that that is so far outside of what mm-hmm. I desire and want for you and I need you to understand that that like you're saying that you're just seriously pursuing what feels good for you and and ultimately, what we grow to understand is that is not what feels good for me. Right. It can't be just about me. It's got to be about what is good for us yep. and what is good for that other person. Because that that ultimately gets to the care and compassion of, of the other person in the relationship, the marriage relationship with right. you. And uh, love love is not just love. God is love. And God's love wants us to to ultimately be in alignment with him yes. so that we can we can live it out. Uh, in our marriage and in that committed relationship. Yeah, and love is not not lust. Yeah. Like that nope. we all know that. But to be able to go, but when lust it's in and I would say lust is not always in a, a negative sense. It becomes negative yeah. when it is out of God's design. Yes. When you're lusting yeah. after because lust by definition is like really desiring yeah. something and yeah. wanting something, especially mm-hmm. on the sexual piece of it. But then it's like, but what if I'm desiring that with my spouse? Yeah. Well that God goes that's in the right confines. Yeah. Like yeah. that's healthy um, in those kind of things. But I think lust is when it gets sometimes way out of bounds of that. Yeah. And it, so, yeah. And, like, and that's the part that I go, and I, learning how to deal with desires, because we've talked with too many couples who have had affairs uh-huh. or uh, they cheated on each other mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's going, you got to think, they didn't wake up one day and go, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. So it's that desire got planted and then it was given room to grow to yeah. where they eventually acted on it. Well, it is. It's, and they put the spiritual intimacy yeah. to the side. They put the emotional intimacy to the side and went, I just need this. Yeah. And the enemy knows that trick, like that idea, like if he can just get us to that idea, like this is just a transaction. This is just an act rather than connect the emotions to it. Like yeah. it needs to, man, it, he, he's got us. Right. And that's why you talk about those couples that we talk with that are like, well, I didn't just wake up, but no, they found an emotional connection with somebody that met the need that wasn't being met. And that is why it's more than an act. It is it is care, it is compassion, it is everything that leads up to and and you know, we can talk about that another time, but like, you know, it's it's kind of like we joke like, well, I had a rough day. I can't wait to have sex. And right. you didn't talk to your spouse all day. Right. And there's so much that goes into that, you know, <laughs> like just call it foreplay anyway right. like <laughs> but just but literally like before man am i connecting with her am i checking in with her am i showing interest am i doing anything that right. is giving the indication that i care outside of the act that that may or may not happen tonight yeah you know and and that goes back to value and valuing this relationship and yeah and i think sometimes we got to think through of like what god is doing is giving this gift of purity in yep. a sense mm-hmm. and being able to give this gift of I want to have yeah. this kind of relationship with you with sex and affection mm-hmm. and that's a gift you get to give yep. somebody yeah and so God's going like I want you to be able to give that to yeah. somebody and it be special and it to be uh, just this intimacy because I do think culture there is something special like oh just the two of us being able to experience yes, that together absolutely. that's powerful but then it just we start to believe the lie like well that just doesn't last yeah that that doesn't just have to be like a marriage. It can be, you can experience it with other people. And I just go, and God's going, I hear you. You can make those choices, 
But what if that's not actually helping you? Yeah. What if that's actually hurting you and causing you more pain? And so I think about when Adam and Eve got tempted and they ate the fruit. You go, why did Jesus put the, or why did God put the tree there? Mm-hmm. Why not just take it out? Like, why not remove these desires so that we aren't tempted yeah. in this area? And God's going, well, no, I, I want you to be able to experience it because I think it's such a good thing to experience. Yep. But I want you to learn to overcome some of these desires that take it out of bounds. Yeah, absolutely. Well, And there's power in that. There being is able such to power overcome that. that and being able to go, man, this is healthy. And you and your spouse learning to have this physical intimacy that just is like, man, this is special. It is, and it only builds a stronger bond with you and, and your spouse uh, because you are so focused in on who that person is and right. you're wanting to meet that need and desire of their heart. And and God has allowed you to, to have that moment to be powerful because it just, if you, man, if you understand it, it draws you in and it, it makes you appreciate them and see them the way that God sees them. Mm-hmm. Like this is my child who I love that, that you have entered into covenant with this idea of, yeah. of being intimate with and man, the, the powerful moment that takes place when, when you really understand that is, is amazing. And I think even if you're going like scripturally, I think it's important to look this up. Mm -hmm. Like even when the scripture says in the two become one, it is referring to a physical intimacy in that, um, that, that was their kind of understanding of it, but it was also in this context of, yes, they know each other. Yeah. And yes, they're spiritually aligned with God Mm -hmm. as they're taking in this physical act. Yeah. And so that's where I go, that's the ultimate, when we talk about physical intimacy, God's idea of it, that's what he's thinking. Yeah. When you're, he wants you to be ready to have sex so that mm-hmm. you can understand the emotional component that's going to be mm-hmm. attached with this, but also the spiritual dynamics that are going mm-hmm. on within this. Yep. Because if you, and I'm not saying when you get married, you understand the full weight of that, but he's like, can you please just trust me to do this my way? Yeah. No, and yeah, you don't understand the full weight of it, right? Like right. because we are we're 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 ingrained and we're we're focused to, to focus mm-hmm. on that act initially, but but like you're saying, that invitation of God's God's desire for you to see that person that that God has brought into your life yeah. and to to just be in unity with them. And I think of it just like we uh, coach our kids at times of like, hey, but well, this is not the right time mm-hmm. for this. Yeah, but we will. We will let you like, we don't let them drive cars when they're eight because we're teaching them to be ready for that. Um, It's sometimes we're like 16. Is that even the right age? But (laughs) God's doing the same thing with us when it comes to marriage. He's like, you may not fully understand, but I want to make sure you have the right mindset or at least ready. Are Mm -hmm. you going, are you ready to pursue this person as your spouse? Are you ready to love them and cherish them and not just want to have sex with them? Yeah. I think that's a component Mm -hmm. to it, but it's like, there's deeper things that God's like, is your heart ready for that? Well, and it's a trust conversation, right? Right. Like, I mean, and I talk to my girls about that too. When, when, you know, as we grow in our conversation and readiness and preparedness for, for them leaving my house, like, listen, I trust you. I want to trust you. And I need to be able to believe that, that if, and when you date and we have, Mm -hmm. we have a hard line for when, when our girls can date and we understand that, but. Um, I want to be able to trust that when you are alone or when you're doing these things that that you are understanding that 
that what we said and what we laid out was not to harm or punish or inhibit you from right. from being who you were, but it was was to help build uh, and prepare you for what is to come, and for you to believe that that God has something that is so much greater. For those of you that that are dating right now or in the, getting ready to date or whatever, like trust us, what God has for you and what God desires for you is so much greater than what this world is is perpetuating and what they're where they're telling you you're missing out on and and yeah yeah. and some of it i also know like sadly enough there's a lot of pain yes caused in this area by Mm -hmm. people who should not it's it's just frustrating so then that leads into struggles within this area yeah of going like well when intimacy happens in this area all i can think about is what happened when i was Mm -hmm. a kid or what happened in these circumstances and um and so and that's where what's beautiful is God can still redeem that. God yep. can still work through that and bring healing to you to where you still, regardless, and, and maybe this is for someone who needs to hear this, regardless of what you've done in the past or whatever you've experienced in this area, God goes, I can still redeem that and still give you an opportunity to experience something very special mm-hmm. within your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I know I've, some of you, your stories are a lot worse than mine. Or if we if we were playing that comparison game, but I also look at you know, my own story. I was like, Tina and I didn't do it perfectly. Yeah. I, I tell couples this all the time. I go, when it comes to physical, we weren't perfect no. uh, in this. Uh, we push boundaries. We push things we shouldn't have. But by the grace of God, it's still a beautiful thing in our marriage. Yeah, and it's still something that we go, man, this is powerful, and and. and so thankful yeah. that it's a gift we get to experience. Yeah, I would agree. I think I think that's it's in our human nature to push those boundaries and push those limits yeah. of what we think we can get away with or what we think we want to to see because yeah. because we we think it's showing that other person exactly how we feel and yeah. and God's like, oh man, if you could just grasp that that there's so much more to it than that. And what I found that is so beautiful to me is like actually growing in this area mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Cause when I was just getting married, I had such unhealthy expectations, unhealthy mm-hmm. mindsets, yep. just that through marriage I had to unlearn. Yeah. Which was so good for me and 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 Tina and I being willing to walk through that together to where now it's like sex does not have such a stronghold in my okay. life. Mm-hmm. That it used to, if yeah. that makes sense. No, it does. It makes total sense. To where it's like, it's still something that, man, I love that I get to have it in marriage, but it's, man, as a teenager and as a young 20-something, yeah. like, you are way too occupied sometimes with that that th- that stuff. Well, yeah, but, you know, again, like we said, but our that's world not, perpetuates Those are it. desires, yeah, those but are it's desires like, and but putting them, and this is what God taught me, is like, do I still have authority over those? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Or do you get to dictate whatever you want to do with those? And that was a good, such a valuable learning lesson to now be able to put that and go, man, now being at 37, I'm going, God, thank you. Because now that could have been, it can get way out of whack, way out of order. And I'm just not letting God lead my life in the way it should, because this area still has got way too much control. Well, yeah. And, and so, mean, prime example, I was like, I was so worried the rapture was going to happen and wouldn't be able to. <laughs> You know, and the, as a Christian, all of us, probably, especially as a teenager, you had that thought probably. You're yeah. Like, especially all the males. You're like, uh, <laughs> I, 
Did uh, I get to? I was just worried about like having the fire take place in gym class. That was all I was worried about. Like, what am I going to do? Anyway, no. I well, know you and I were on different pages. Yeah, that, well, l- listen, there were a lot of pages I sworn I was on. <laughs> but uh, we're going to dive into more of this next time. Um, that's why the beauty of part two, right? Yeah. And, but we'll dive into more of this this conversation. And, I'm and what does that look like? What? How does practically, what's what's healthy in this area? Because I think some of us have those questions. Yeah, we want to make sure. Hey, where does God need stuff. to bring healing? Where yeah. does God need to bring uh, bring a new outlook and focus for you yeah. and your marriage and for just life in general? But I think big thing is, is when it comes to physical intimacy, recognizing this is a gift from God. Yep. And it is for recreation, as you said, yeah. and procreation and spiritual unity. Yeah. All those things can happen within sex. And so some of it you may have to look at that and go, do I believe that? Yep. Do I believe those three? Those three I think the scripture even shows that. I believe it does, yeah. And so. it, yeah, I believe that it just affirms what God's desire is for us. And, and we'll look forward to diving into it next time with you. We'll see you guys later. Thanks. Mm-hmm.